Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this episode of MX Matters, where we discuss all things related to the media experience and the trends that are shaping today's visual economy. My name is Sam Brace, and I am the Director of Customer Education for Cladinary, and I am also the host for this episode. And I'm going to be joined with my friend, Ariel. Now, Ariel, he is a senior product director that works with me at Cladinary. And he and his team, they have developed some amazing integrations with the Adobe Creative Cloud over the course of 2020. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about two of those milestone releases. The first focusing on Adobe Photoshop Lightroom and transformations that you can do with Cloudinary that work with Adobe's APIs. So that way, whatever you build in Lightroom, you can carry all of those great pieces right over to Cloudinary and then deploy those at scale. And he's also gonna show ways that if you're using Photoshop or Illustrator or InDesign, ways to connect Cloudinary and its overall media library to those platforms so that way you can easily move content in and out of, of those programs and create some really good workflows, whether you're on the creative team, whether you're a developer and you need to deploy all of this through your websites or mobile apps. There's a lot to unpackage here of this episode. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to this and let's have you hear what Ariel and the team has built to make your life better if you are working with Adobe programs. Ariel, it is good to have you here. Hey, Sam, it's always a pleasure talking to you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And I'm so happy to be talking about these particular things that your team was able to accomplish in 2020, because as somebody that knows and loves the Adobe Creative Cloud, having used it for many years between Photoshop and Illustrator and InDesign and Lightroom and oh, for just for so many products they have, we're now having some amazing integrations with their products on top of what was already previously available with what Cloudinary has between what was your team created with Lightroom and now with Adobe Creative Cloud Connector. There's a lot that we did to tie that amazing Creative Cloud suite and what they have here with we do with Cloudinary in 2020, a lot was accomplished. Why do you feel like this is important for our overall user base? Yeah, as you said, the Adobe Creative Cloud tools are so popular among creatives. They use it on a daily basis. They are quite, you know, the standard in the industry. And what we were trying to achieve is uh, make sure that both these creative people will be able to get them into works with the Cloudinary set of tools, as well as, on the other hand, have developers be able to use them as a part of their workflows, their development cycle and uh, make sure that they're able to achieve and get all of the creative functionality that creative people uh, were used to get uh, on their end. You're making developers. a really good point here, Ariel, because whenever people on the creative side of the house have normally worked with Adobe products, in many ways, they're doing things in somewhat of a manual way where I'm going to work on this one image, I'm going to crop it, I'm going to do certain things to it, manipulating the layers, manipulating the filters, making sure that the contrast and brightness are what they need them to be. But now what this allows us to do, thanks to Cladinary, 
is we're able to allow a developer to then take that work that the creative team or the marketing team has put into making sure that all of that content looks the way they want it in Adobe and then scale it and make sure that now hundreds, thousands of assets look exactly the way that it's looking inside of their Lightroom, inside of their Photoshop. And I think that's one amazing aspect of what's been accomplished here. Yeah, you're right, Sam. Scale is the name of the game here. And we're able to provide everything that the creative people could do manually, but in a scale. So the developers can get all of these assets manipulated, transformed, edited, whatever they need in a single line of code or using any of the other capabilities that we um, actually introduced in the last year. So let's get to it and start walking through this first one that we see here, which is our Photoshop Lightroom transformations. And of course, Lightroom is a tool that many people, especially on the photography side of the house, are using to be able to play with the exposure levels, the brightness, they can add vignettes. There's lots of ultimately things that you can do to manipulate and transform with Lightroom a photo to look the way that you want it to look. And because of that, photographers around the world are overall using this tool to get their photos to look the way that they're supposed to be looking, making sure that every single detail is shown the way that they want it to be shown. Now with that deployability of cloud, Nary, what this allows them to do is not only just get it into Cloudinary with our cloud-based storage, our immediate deliverability tied to our content delivery networks, but now take it so that way what they want it to look like in Lightroom, it can be transferred directly over. And that's mostly because of the add-ons that we've been able to develop that are integrating Adobe's APIs. That, that way it's going to be identical between what Adobe was able to have you do and then bring that into Cloudinary. Yeah, that's true. What you described is actually uh, exactly what uh, the, the Lightroom add-on is, is enabling the developers today. So all of the feature set, all the rich feature set of Lightroom is available using APIs. By the way, Cloudinary is the first to the market there to use this API integration. So everything that could be done within the tool, every filter, every effect, every slider functionality, is also available via the API, so everything can be done in scale. And what's also wonderful is that while we are talking about a program, whether it's browser-based or desktop-based that Photoshop Lightroom is from Adobe, then if you don't have it, you can still technically try this out because we have this really great demo that we've gone to set up. You're going to see this at adobedemo.cloudinary.us. And when we take a look at this, you're going to see that this is a way for you to put in any image that you want, strictly tested out. As you can see here, we have this image of a child against a darker background. And these are all the sliders that Ariel is mentioning. And these are going to be ones we're going to show in Lightroom in just a minute that are identical, as we said, in that program to this demo. And also what you also will see when we start getting into the management console and the dam side of the Cloudinary system. But this is where I could go through and start playing with this to see like, okay, what would this look like if I started removing or adding a vignette? If I started say, I wanted to go and bump up the contrast, maybe go and add a little bit more exposure. If I go and apply those transformations, you should see here that it's gonna start giving you these details right away. So I can see exactly what the end result would be between what this original image would look like, whatever you decide to upload, and then what it would be like with Lightroom. 
one other point I'll make before we dive into Lightroom is that with this demo, this also gives you a chance to start adding additional parts with Cloudinary. And this is something that's important to know is that you're able to add Lightroom and also add Cloudinary transformations to it. So if you enjoy some of the really popular transformations that we have, like F-Auto to make sure you're delivering images at the right format, being able to add the right level of compression with auto quality, being able to even add some additional things like be able to focus all of the gravity on the face. There's lots of things that you can ultimately do. And you can see by going and choosing any of these certain Cloudinary transformations, you can get that look. So we have a Cloudinary transformation called Cartoonify. And you can notice that when I go and apply that to this overall picture, it gives it that more drawn look, but that's because of what you're adding with Cloudinary on top of what Lightroom is able to offer. Yeah, that's correct. As you said, the combination of Cloudinary transformations with Lightroom's different effects and filters is really a, a powerful tool and you can enjoy the optimization part that Cloudinary gives as well as some artistic effect that Cloudinary gives as well, like uh, the Cartoonify effect you just showed with the rich set of filters that comes out of Lightroom. And we should not forget that we can also combine the use of XMP files or presets coming from Lightroom as well. So in case uh, someone wants to use a preset that was already created or widely used by him or her in the past, it's also possible to be combined with the Cloudinary transformations that were just mentioned as well. Excellent points. And we're, we have to show that because as Ariel is mentioning, XMP files also, if you're not familiar with all of the syntax and all of the details are better kind of behind the scenes of Lightroom. In many cases, you might just see these as presets that photographers are using, but I've seen it where photographers spend days working on these presets to get everything the way that they want it to, because ultimately they see this as almost a trademark or a patent to ensure that their photos look the way that they want them to look and also to separate themselves from competitors. But I have even seen it where some of these presets, people are selling these for thousands of dollars on the web because people are like, I want my images to look like that. And there's such value behind these. So for you to be able to take that preset and spread it across all of your assets, it's one more way to ensure that there's consistency, but also scaling with all of that content that you've worked very, very hard to overall develop. So let's show you how it's all done on, with an actual copy of Lightroom in this case. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up my copy of Lightroom, and this is the desktop-based version that's attached to the Adobe Creative Cloud. And you're gonna see here that we have this picture of this model. And this is overall a nice picture of the model. You can see here that she has a nice white background, she's wearing a white t-shirt and she has jeans on. But maybe I want to go and emphasize certain details. Maybe I really am trying to bring out some of the highlights in her hair. Maybe I wanna make the photo look a little bit more dramatic. That's where I can play with these sliders. And you're gonna see that the slider names that are here like exposure, contrast, highlights, shadows, if we go back and take a look at our demo that we have here, you're gonna notice that they're the same. They're exactly the same. So once again, this is showing, this is a one-to-one -one match between what Lightroom offers and what Cloudinary is able to bring over. And then when we take a look at this, you can see that I've developed a few user presets of my own. I've developed this one called Model Wow. 
And if I bring that forward, you're gonna see that this is where I'm bringing the shadows up by 20, I'm lowering the exposure by 0.3, and I create this more dramatic effect, as I said, emphasizing the highlights of the hair, but also making a more dramatic look thanks to the vignetting that is happening here. And what's very helpful is that you can easily go and build something exactly like this with Cloudinary. And you can see that that's being done over E Lightroom transformation. And then all of those details like exposure minus 30, shadows plus 20, as long as you're matching it from here to there, you can build it exactly as is. And if you choose to do it this way, this is kind of showing the long form way of doing this. And technically, you can play with these values as well. So once you get it in there, if you realize that you built it in Lightroom incorrectly, you want to change a little bit in Cloudinary, it doesn't stick. This is all just making sure that you're mapping things to a one-to-one. -one. one thing that I like about what Cloudinary also provides is that when you're looking at this, it technically is showing you all of the recipes. This is exactly how you got this look and feel. But you could hide this by taking this and turning this into a named transformation. And we've gone and done that using T underscore and then creating a named transformation called prod display. And what's wonderful about that is now I'm using Lightroom, but if you were to look at this URL, you would have no idea that that was happening behind the scenes. So it really allows for you to make sure that someone isn't seeing exactly how all the cookies were baked. It allows for someone to see all the de details you're stripping that out and making it kind of a code name. But then what's also great about the way that we handle name transformations is if you do have users that are DAM users, you can easily go and turn this into what we call a transformation preset. So if I take this picture that we have and I say, I need you to apply the Lightroom transformations, as long as you've built it in a way where if someone can find it within the manage section of this picture, notice they're able to do it. And when they go and grab the embed and bring it over, it has it with the name transformation applied just as so. So that way you're able to apply Lightroom transformations as a one-click solution thanks to Cloudinary. One other thing that's important to note here when we take a look at this is that what you're going to see here when we take a look at this is that we can see that this is an example of what Ariel mentioned with the XMP files. And what you'll notice here is that I'm using that Lightroom transformation. I'm invoking XMP, which is ultimately the name of what we're using for the preset in terms of the file name that's going to be coming through. And that file name is grainygrain.xmp. So what I'm saying is invoke this file and then all of the attributes to it to get this look. And ultimately, this is going to be a case where now you can see all those details, like with the high grain, the high contrast, it's all there. But all we're doing is just stating use that XMP. So that way, everything that was there with the preset is in that case. So if we go back and take a look at grainy grain, all I had to do as a Lightroom user is make sure that I'm right-clicking onto the user preset name, I'm asking to export, and then just ultimately save it wherever you want, save it locally. And then at that point, upload that into Cloudinary. And what that allows you to do is go over and take a look at your system once you have it uploaded. And you can see I have it named exactly as is. So as long as you're using the syntax of saying the Lightroom transformation, E underscore Lightroom, then you're using a colon and then saying XMP because you're going to use that file. And then you use the exact name of the XMP. Once it's in Cloudinary, it works. So that way, 
whatever work your photography team or your creative team is doing, you can spread that prolifically throughout Cloudinary. I just wanted to highlight that, as we said, there's a way to combine any Cloudinary transformation with the Lightroom transformations. There's a way to combine an XMP file or a preset with Cloudinary transformation. And I recommend everyone to go and try this amazing Lightroom set of capabilities coupled together with Cloudinary's amazing capabilities by registering for the Adobe Photoshop Lightroom add-on available in Cloudinary's add-ons marketplace for free. So as a part of this free tier, you will get up to 1000 transformations or API calls to Lightroom service per month. And of course, if you need more, you're more than welcome to contact us. And if you need further information, you're more than welcome to either visit our documentation, watch our tutorial, or try for yourself the interactive demo that Sam has just shown a few minutes ago. All really good points. And let's show them some of those things because I think you've touched on a lot of really good highlights here. First of all, when you are going to be in the management console, if you want to get started, make sure that you are going over to your add-on section. And all you have to do is just look for the Lightroom add-on that you're going to see here. And it's going to be right at the top. In my case, it's the third over. So just go look for that Lightroom icon, select it, and then select the tier that you want that's most appropriate to you. As Ariel said, our free tier is pretty helpful, especially when you're starting to try this out and want to make sure that you're doing this without having to pay any additional money to make sure it works for your workflows, as well as for your overall teams that are going to be contributing to your overall delivery of those assets, such as images. Also, one thing to point out here, as Ariel mentioned, is that once you have all those Lightroom details coming through, it is very helpful to start adding those Cloudinary details. So if we take a look at this example we have here of just the model, and the model in this case is just using the Lightroom transformations as we showed. When we take a look at this overall image here, we can see that this is 176.49 kilobytes. But if I want to go and do some optimization to it, but maybe keep it at full size, I could easily go and apply my F-Auto transformation and my Q-Auto transformation. And I'm gonna make sure that this is using our eco version of Q-Auto just to ensure that we're focusing more on bandwidth. But when we go and take a look at this, what this is also ultimately doing is taking something that has Lightroom capabilities, but now is optimizing it for the web, delivering at the best format for the user's browser, and also delivering at the right quality level for that user's browser and device. So if we go back and inspect this now, we should now see that this is a WebP and it's down to 96 kilobytes. So now this is extremely web friendly. And it's not just optimization. If we ultimately need to go and do other things to it, we can. So if I need to go through and say, I say C fill, which is going to fill the space to let's say a 500 by 500 square. And we want to ensure that the person's face is the focal point of this overall image. These are all things that can be done with Cloudinary after the fact. And you can even chain these transformations together so that all of these things are happening at once. But now you can see I have a version that's going to work very well. And of course, all of these styles can be manipulated to get the perfect look and feel for what you want in this scenario. So 
keep trying and playing with these as much as possible. And now you can see you can get a web-ready version that focuses on exactly what you need it to do without cutting up hundreds and hundreds of different variances, let Cloudinary cut a lot of that manual aspects out for you. And then lastly, Ario, you did a great job of mentioning your documentation. And that's something that all of our product managers have luckily said in their demonstrations. So make sure that when you are taking a look at this, take the time to go through our documentation because there are some amazing details that get added as we continue to grow and expand these add-ons that you'll find within this space. So within here, you're gonna have lots of details about combining certain edits together, whether they're Lightroom, whether they're Cloudinary based, all the way down to even working with signed URLs. So there's lots that you can ultimately unpackage here that's inside of our documentation. And of course, one quick plug for our docs team. If you like this documentation page and you like what we're doing with Lightroom, make sure to rate the page. They are putting a lot of effort behind this little feature to know if you liked what we have to say about our own products. Now, the next topic that we have here with our overall Adobe integrations, I think this one is one where if you have lots of designers, if you have even maybe outside agencies, this is something where they're going to really benefit from it. Because now if you have assets that you're storing in Cloudinary, which you should be, it should be acting as your single point of truth as a digital asset management system, then now it allows for those developers, those graphic designers, those creative professionals to pull content from Cloudinary and then do what they need to inside of their preferred Adobe program and then bring it back into Cloudinary. So that way they're saving all of the changes, all of the details right within that space. And that's what Ariel and the team have done with the Creative Cloud Connector. So Ariel, first of all, great job. I love this tool. Thank you. I must admit that I love it as well. And as you said, our purpose when building this set of three connectors for InDesign, Illustrator, and Photoshop was to help all the creative people do their work according to the workflows they're used to in a much more efficient way. As you said, Cloudinary's DAM solution is fully integrated within these tools, so it can be used as the media source of truth, getting assets to the creative tool, work on them there, have the uh, finalized version being uploaded back to the DAM, to the multi-user environment, and making sure that the latest versions are shared between all of the users and everything without the need to switch between tools to leave the, the creative tool and so on. So that's what we were trying to, to achieve, as well as adding a full DAM solution capabilities and feature set directly from within the tools themselves. Yeah, and that's something I, I'm, I know you're going to show it, but it is something that I think is really powerful is now that you can expose all of the functionality really that's available within the dam because when you bring up the Creative Cloud Connector within Photoshop or Illustrator, you're showing the media library in a lot of cases. So this is helpful because now not only could I bring content in, bring content out, if I also am having to necessarily do things with collections or make sure that things were tagged properly, if I'm working within Photoshop, it allows for me to do it all within that one window. So there's a lot that's overall beneficial to kind of creating this really tight synergy between the Adobe programming and then what Cloudinary has to offer too. So very, very excited to see what this can ultimately do. 
Great. So let's jump into a, a short uh, demonstration. So I have here Photoshop open and I just created a new Photoshop file. And now I would like to start working on creating a new version of an asset that is already stored in Cloudinary. So basically um, going to this window menu and I have here the Cloudinary Creative Cloud Connector available. I'm actually already logged into my account and that's why I, I can see the UI already opened. If I wasn't logged in, I would have uh, gone through some authentication flow that would put me in my cloud or in my account and get the same UI that we can see here. So now let's assume that I'm working uh, in this folder, the food folder, and I have very different types of assets, but I want to choose, I don't know, let's choose this one with, with the coffee and click the insert button. So we can see that this asset was brought to Photoshop and it's here. And now let's assume that I want to uh, give it uh, um, a twist, a very creative one by placing here a text, which will say this is a coffee. And I would like to place uh, this text just on top of the coffee itself, very creative. And would like to have this asset being uploaded back to Cloudinary. So what I'm going to do is just save this asset. Let's call it coffee. It's being saved as a Photoshop file. And now I would like to bring the media library back in. So before uploading, I just wanted to show here the different options that we allow. So you can see here a menu that will allow me to upload in a sec, but I also have here some other options and let's have a look at the preferences submenu here. So when it's opened, I can actually choose what preferences I would like to include as a part of the upload process itself, like to what folder to upload this asset, whether I wanna have a special tag or if I wanna use any kind of an upload preset that Cloudinary allows me to define. So this is with regards to the upload preferences. And I can also de define how I want any asset that is being brought from the Cloudinary media library to Photoshop to be opened, whether it's supposed to be just a new layer or it's supposed to be opened as a new file. So let's make here some minor change and let's add a tag of coffee. And after that, I think that we're ready to have the asset uploaded back. So this is um, where I'm going to click the upload button. And we can see that there is an indication that the file is being uploaded to Cloudinary. So we can see that the upload is complete and now we can navigate back to the food folder. And we can see that the asset is actually here with an indication of a new asset. And as we said before, this is a full media library, uh, uh, a full featured DAM solution. So if I click on that asset, I can see a preview of the asset itself with the different transformations 
we can see the change that I've done here. We can also uh, see some more information and metadata here. So I can see the tag that I added was also brought up together with the asset. I can see and explore some additional metadata and EXIF related information, as well as do some more analysis of the asset using a different set of AI-based tools that Cloudinary provides. So everything is available directly from within Photoshop. And in a similar uh, manner, we also offer similar functionality for Illustrator and InDesign users. One thing to note is that in InDesign itself, we also offer live linkage for the assets that are being brought up to the InDesign project. So actually, when working in a multi-user environment or when changing asset versions, there will be a notification upon any change being done to any of the assets that are linked to the InDesign project. This is incredible because as we're now showing, we're just creating that really tight-knit connection between these programs. And we definitely have seen this use case over the years where you have creative professionals that have to work with Cloudinary to get their content out on the websites, on their mobile apps. You also have developers that have tried to figure out how do we best get the assets to the creative team so they can work on them. Now that connection has been made. So what you've shown here is absolutely amazing. What I Thank like you. also about this, Ariel, is that we haven't just stopped. We aren't just working on Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign. There's pretty big plans for the connector in 2021. We've already seen in the last couple of years, and it uh, only got strengthened during COVID times, that video became a first-class citizen as well. So a part of our plans for the coming year is to offer similar functionality for the Adobe video-related tools. After Effects and Premiere should be the next tools that we will offer integration for in the next coming months. I'm personally excited about that. I mean, this program alone is being developed with Premiere and After Effects. So this is a wonderful thing for us at Cloudinary alone to be working on. But I imagine that, as you're saying, way more video content is being developed on a very rapid scale. So the more that your videographers, not just your photographers, not just those that are going to be working on images, but working on all that rich media to show off your great projects, your great products, it's now going to be that much easier to connect the two programs together. So I am 100% sure that we're going to probably have you back, Ariel, at some point in 2021 to this program to talk more about what we're just alluding to here with more connectivity, thanks to the connector to more Adobe programs. So excellent work. Keep it up. And we can't wait to see what your team is going to be doing next. Yeah, we'll hope uh, to have this additional recording sometime soon during 2021 and bring more good news to our customers. I am always blown away by the great work that Ariel and the team over on the product side of Cloudinary are doing. But this one really spoke to me because as somebody that has done so much work with Adobe programs over the years, just knowing that they've developed a way to further improve deliverability and overall workflow management thanks to the work they've done with transformations and the connector, it was wonderful. And I know that plenty of creative professionals that I know and then ones I don't even know 
will love this because it will make their lives just that much better once they start implementing it into their day-to-day -day work. So thank you for taking the time to hear what Ariel has been able to share with all the work that he and his team did over the course of 2020 with these milestone releases. Now, now that you've watched this episode, there are a couple things that I would love for you to do. First of all, if you wanna dive deeper into what we've covered here with this episode, all that's gonna be in the show notes. So take the time to go through those. Those are gonna always be directly below the video. Depending on what platform you're watching this on, it may be in the description section of that video. But always directly below, take the time to comb through that. We have lots of curated links and demonstrations that will help you to further know how to use these integrations to the best of your ability. Next, if you are watching this on the Cloudinary Academy, that makes me very happy because we spend a lot of time developing coursework and tutorials that live in that education portal. So thank you for doing that. And if you enjoyed this episode and decide to share it on any of your social media networks that you like, such as Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter, then what we will do is we'll increase your plan by one credit. All you have to do is just simply send a link to the share that you did over to support at cloudinary.com. Our support team will make sure that everything is good to go and they'll increase your plan for you, which is a great way to handle even more bandwidth, even more storage, even more transformations on your overall Cloudinary account with any of our self-service plans. Also, if you're watching this on a network that is not the Cloudinary Academy, that's great too. And what we ask for you there is just make sure that if you enjoyed this, take the time to like and subscribe to the overall Cloudinary channel. And of course, tell your friends if you had a good experience. From behalf of all of us at Cloudinary, thank you for watching this episode of MX Matters. And we'll see you again, discuss all things related to media experience and the trends shaping today's visual economy.